the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I appreciate it. We can run through some headlines if that's copacetic with you. Um, I think one of the, the shocking ones, you know, Jimmy Carter announcing that he's cancer-free. He's 91 years old. He hasn't been president of the United States since, you know, going back 35, 36 years. So he's been retired for a long time. He's been making houses and a couple other things, right? But he's cancer-free at 91. and that's He's old, and he's living longer than the average American, but I think we could expect to live longer than the average American because there's more medicine being delivered and more complex treatments being developed. Um, that's a long time, and that brings up a question. How long will your money last? Will it last that long? Take a look at your parents right now and think if they don't work another day in their life, will that, their money last that long? Um, I think that's one of the big stories of the day. Um, other stories out there, Chipotle's slashed guidance on their E-coli news spreading a little bit more. Stock's starting to look very interesting if you're a long-term patient investor. When you slash your outlook, you're coming out, first and foremost, you already have people, you know, oh, I'm sick. So that's already out there. And you have the CDC looking into it. So that's already out there. And then when you slash your outlook, that's now out there. Um, I'm not saying things can't get worse because they can. Um, but that's where... We're going with this for now. So Clinton, Hillary Clinton, is offering a new exit tax on U.S. foreign company mergers. A lot of people don't think the Pfizer for Allergan inversion is going to happen. I wish that we had a better tax conversation other than saying, we're going to penalize you if you leave. I would rather them encourage us to stay. I think that's one of the big problems with Congress at this point in time. And I know a lot of people think, oh, corporate America doesn't pay enough in tax. Corporate America's tax rate is messed up. First and foremost, it's one of the highest in the world. But then again, it differs like golden clay from industry to industry. And that's where it gets very, very uh, difficult in retaining these companies. So as U.S.-based companies. 
And again, that comes back down to you. You know, if you are a rock star, you could say, I want to, you know, live in Greece and pay no taxes. Or you can say, I want to live in the United States and pay taxes. And you see a lot of people like Tiger Woods, a lot of athletes leave the state of California because taxes are so high and just go to Florida where the taxes are incredibly low. Same thing companies are doing. GoPro, their stock is tumbling again. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. I know it's not funny if you own shares of GoPro, but uh, where's the bottom on it? And can it have a nice snapback? It's really going to be a product-driven company. There's a big debate now um, starting to heat up. It's kind of the underbelly of what's happening with terrorism and social media sites. At what point in time will companies like Facebook and Twitter and uh, YouTube be required to monitor for terrorist content? Uh, typically, these sites have counted on you to police themselves, i.e. you see something you don't like, report it. Apple's quietly been moving into a hot new market. Um, back to the Facebook thing real quick. Isn't it always disturbing after you see a lone gunman kill four to 20 people, and you see that they have the Facebook page where they're proudly displaying their automatic rifle. You're like, how is how do we let this happen? Freedom of speech. So. Apple's moving into a new area called augmented reality. They bought two companies last year. And... I have to be honest, like, I'm not totally jonesing for the augmented reality world yet. Will it be great at some point? Yes. But if it goes like the video game sector went in the last 30 years or 40 years from Pong to where we are today, it, it better happen a little bit faster if you're with me or, or against me. And it will, but that's why I'm, I'm keeping my expectations really, really low when I do stories like this. So... When Apple bought the two startups, Mateo and FaceShift, FaceShift is technology that's been used in the new uh, Star Wars movie, so you know it's pretty cutting edge. But if you add things that you see, okay, you see the world, and if you add things to the world that you see, that's called augmented. But if you change everything all together, it's virtual reality. And Microsoft's got a HoloLens that says it's going to launch in 2016. We've seen it, and some people are pretty impressed, and some people are underwhelmed. Google bought a company a couple years back called Magic Leap, and they're more of an augmenter. So Microsoft's HoloLens, in theory, you'd see some Microsoft apps alongside real-world things such as a table, which I can't get excited by. Um, Microsoft Outlook, oh, I could see it on the corner of my eye right now, right next to my microphone. Cool. Um it's going to have to be impressive. Now, the idea in the Super Bowl in the front row, uh-huh, I'm in. The idea of seeing a concert uh, sounds pretty awesome to me. So the interesting thing about Apple getting into this is that they're pretty famous for holding back until exactly the right moment to launch a product. And that's not always true, but that's what they've tried to do. Uh, they'd rather be late and right. You might remember... Samsung's come out with five or six watches, and 
they're awful. They're they're crap. Uh, forgiving the mention of E. coli and bacteria and fecal matter being ingested. Um, so we'll see if they can work wonders, Apple, and we'll see if they can come up with some pretty successful products. The one example that I saw of this was using an iPad or maybe a Surface uh, Pro or whatever it is that Microsoft has. And you could be at a car dealership and you could you know, hold the iPad in a screen. You can take a look at um, side by side with like a car. It may show you like suddenly the hood's magically opening on the iPad. Or maybe you're watching a TV show and, you know, like a zombie show. You hold your iPad up and you get an augmented sense that they're now getting closer to you. Or you see some things that um, are behind the character or off to the left or right of the character that can't fit on the screen. So, yeah, it's it's something, but I'm not, I'm tempering the enthusiasm right now. Google and Pixar have uh, teamed up today to start uh, with a website called Made with Code Site. Um, so Google's got a Made with Code Site, and they're using some of the stars of Pixar's latest computer-generated film, Inside Out. And they're letting people go to this website and uh, code today. And I think it's pretty cool. Um, it's very encouraging to boys and to girls. Um, and they're using Inside Out, which had some female characters and the love of animation that kids have. So trying to get kids, especially girls, to um, get into coding. Uh, how can you be against that story? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Coming up, we're going to talk about some of the top stock picks for 2016. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I have a great brother, David. I have a great sister, Susan. Not really close to my other three siblings. Um, So half of us stuck together, and some of us drifted apart for sure. I bring it up because as a child, there was a moment where I grew up overseas, and my brother David helped teach me how to read. One of the things we did was we'd read sports scores together, and what he wanted me to do was to pick a baseball team and stick with it. So every day I would read, you know, did the team win or lose, who got the hits, and uh, I'd 
you know, sound out Mickey Rivers and Bucky Dent, and Thurman Munson, Greg Nettles. So if you know those players, you probably know that I liked a team called the Yankees. Now, before you boo, please note that I was five years old at this time, and I was living overseas. And uh, my thought process was the Yankees or the Indians, and something in my head, I didn't quite know American history well at this point in time, but I think I thought the Yankees beat the Indians in some sort of war after the Civil War or before the Civil War. I wasn't quite sure on it. And that's why I picked the Yankees. Otherwise, I would have been with the team uh, that's not ever won a World Series and is like not going to win one for a long time, the Cleveland Indians. So maybe I got lucky, maybe I got stupid. Um, but the point being is uh, I started to learn a little bit how to read. And uh, I, I think that's worthy of note that, you know, I had a brother who kind of, you know, made me stick with it. Um, I highly encourage that you have some sort of positive effect on people, if you can, because to this day, I still remember that. And that brother is also the guy who took me to college for the very first time. When I was in ninth grade, he was starting off as a freshman. And he made me see, you know, what a drinking party was, because he knew that I would love it. He showed me what beautiful women are at college, beautiful college women, because he knew that I'd love it. And it really motivated me to, okay, make sure these four years, these high school years count so you can go to school. Anyway, um, I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but my career and my motivation, my creativity, it really didn't start. Maybe it did with my father, what I didn't want to be. Uh, but life's been pretty good to me because of what I want it to be. So uh, Barron's does something every year where they publish their top, top picks for 2016. And if you look at 2015, 2015, the dominant names were Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, um, also known as Alphabet. Facebook up 34%, Amazon up 115%, Netflix up 160%. Alphabet up 45%. So if you take a look at just those numbers, you're like, okay, I see like people pick lists, people like lists. Uh, Barron's is a financial magazine that I like um, enormously. Their stock picks have lost an average of 6% since publication versus a 2% loss for the S&P 500. So the list isn't exactly a great performing list, and yet every year we sit down and I like to soak in a tub and read Barron's on a Sunday, um, and I'll, I'll go, okay, let's take a look at how they did, because they come up with this list every year. Um, half their stocks outperformed and half them underperformed. Gilead Sciences, Royal Caribbean, Boeing all outperformed, but their stinkers stunk pretty good. Uh, Macy's was a wrong way parade for an apartment store. Micron Technology proves that, you know, uh, a company that really doesn't have a lot of competition uh, could go down when things in their market turn more and more weak. Engineering company Floor, uh, they slipped on falling oil investments. So why do we care about these stock picks? I think it's because we love lists, right? Uh, so for 2016... Let's see what they come up with. They're keeping General Motors on the list. 
it modified it modestly outperformed the markets on a late year rally. They like Delta Airlines and American Airlines. They're swapping out Alphabet, which they still like a great deal, but for Apple. So Google's becomes Apple. Video games and zombie shows are in. They're way in. <clears throat> so they're trading Gilead Sciences, whose best performing drug is so effective that treatments could peak in a year or two as more patients are cured for Celgene. So out goes Gilead, in comes Celgene. There are no department stores. Bank of America is gone, replaced by a steady grower, Discover Financial Services. I like the credit card companies, for sure. Uh, more than the banks, slightly. So they're adding some housing exposure in the flooring specialist Mohawk Industries. Homes are going to continue to get built, and floors are going to continue to get damaged, and new flooring gets put in. And uh, they're benefiting from lumber liquidators and the flooring issues that they have. So AMC Network sells for about 16 times projected 2015 earnings. Uh, what's interesting to note about AMC is they're pretty close to performing the same as The Walking Dead. So if undead zombies fall out of favor, the stock could fall out of favor. Um it's a nice problem to have because recent ratings for the series have been amongst the best in the history of Walking Dead. Uh, earnings per share are expected to soar 40% this year on the debut of the companion series Fear the Walking Dead, which also had blowout numbers this summer as they introduced, I think, six episodes. They've got a show called Better Call Saul, which was a Breaking Bad spinoff that it did okay. Uh, that starts up again soon. So analysts are projecting about a 13% earnings gain, and estimates have been rising for AMC and the zombie movies or zombie shows. But they have to come up with a new product, consistently come up with a new product. Because a couple of years ago when we were talking to AMC, we were talking Mad Men and you know Breaking Bad. And like, what are they going to do when those shows end? Well, the shows ended, and the torch was passed to zombies. Now, when the zombie show ends, they're hoping that that torch will be passed to Into the Badlands, which is kind of a dystopian martial arts uh, world where guns haven't been invented, so they're still using swords. Um, I don't quite know how to explain it. They've got another uh, big, highly anticipated shoot 'em up comic book, uh, which Walking Dead is based on a comic book called Preacher's Coming. And uh, they also like Apple. Uh, they say, say it sells for just 12 times earnings. Subtract the cash and securities per share from the stock price, and uh, you get some repatriation from overseas taxes. And the valuation's just too cheap. They like it too much because of that. Anyway, those are just some on the Barron's list, shopping list for 2016. I'm Rob Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money. 
investing in more? Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One of the interesting debates going on now, and this is fascinating um, to me, and how can this not be a Christmas conversation with an uncle that gets everyone pissed off and angry at each other? Facebook typically counts on its 1.5 billion users to report offensive content. But now governments are starting to say, hey, Facebook, can you help us out and if you, can you peruse your own network and see if there's any terrorists posting things there? Pretty interesting. Um, how should Facebook profile and determine authenticity? And who's going to cover that costs? So whether it be YouTube's or Facebook or Twitter, monitoring and removing violent content and propaganda from terror groups. It's unclear how closely each company works with the governments at this point in time. But you can hear more and more conversation on this. Because as you continue to see, you know, maps and where how ISIS's uh, threat has, has started to spread and where they have cells and where they have people working actively. Um, you're going to see, like, this is not the type of war that we like. The type of war we like is it's in a different foreign land and we can take airplanes to it and blow things up. But when it's in London or Madrid, uh, it, it causes quite a turn. Um, but yeah, we've seen just a crazy year of television, a uh, crazy year of, of terrorism, crazy year of violent gunshots. Uh, do you remember the uh, two Americans who were live on television and uh, an ex-journalist, kind of a failed journalist, decides to assassinate them both live on television. Like, it's been a year. Anyhow, let's bring in CFP, Chad Burton, get our minds on financial planning for a couple minutes. Joining me now, CFP, Chad Burton, financial planner, newfocusfinancial.com. Insurance. I always say you insure what you can't afford to lose. Chad, I'm going to throw out some items of insurance, and you tell us what they are and why we need them. Let's, okay. Let's start with gap insurance. Yeah, yeah, gap insurance is extre- extremely important because I think we all know that if you drive a car off a lot, you buy a new car, you drive it off a lot, it immediately depreciates. It's definitely a depreciating asset right away. So when you drive a car off the lot yep. and you get in a wreck and you're not insured with gap insurance, then you know you, the car gets totaled, you might owe the bank $35,000, and the insurance company might cover $30,000, even though it's a new car that you just drove off the lot. So gap insurance kind of covers that. It's important, especially on leases, when uh, you know, you're know you paying a flat rate, but the car is depreciating pretty rapidly. So gap insurance covers you. And I had a personal situation with this um, in college where I was on the hook for 1000 bucks after my car was totaled, and they paid off the bank, and I owed 1000 bucks. Not a fun bill to get when you're in college. I hear that. seems unfair, too. Let's talk life insurance rate changes. Yeah, so this uh, has to do with people that have bought life insurance as an investment in the past. And for the 99 percenters out there, this is a horrible idea. For the one percenters, you got a lot of income, you're maxing out everything else. Sometimes it can be a, a good idea if you work with the right person. But most people that bought policies in the 80s and 90s, the 
interest rates have dropped and the cost of mortality and expenses, which is kind of the overall cost of insurance inside the policy, have gone up. So your policy is probably not performing anywhere close to where it was when the agent sold it to you and showed you this great illustration of that, hey, if you dump all this money in the cash value, you'll be able to pull on it tax-free in retirement. It's probably way behind what they said. So you there's, there's ways to fix it. Um, you need to ask for an enforced illustration. You need to consult financial advisor that doesn't get compensated for commissions by selling you stuff so you can get a true outside opinion but ask for an enforced illustration see how long your money's going to last at this point in time based on rate changes that have occurred in life insurance how about disability insurance disability insurance is is so much more important rob than life insurance in terms of statistics um, it's way more likely that you're going to spend some time disabled whether you're like my wife who broke her ankle and couldn't nurse for over a year. Um, you know, it's it's very, very likely that you'll spend some time. So if you don't have good emergency reserves and some disability insurance coverage, um, you could end up ruining your credit and then ruining your life by having to pay for more than, any, than the average person for cars and homes and things like that. Or even your credit gets so bad, you might not even be able to rent a home. So you have to cover yourself with disability insurance. Usually the, this is one where life insurance is usually cheaper to go get it on your own. Disability insurance is usually cheaper when you get it through your employer. Um, and there's other things out there. If you, if you can't afford a full-on, hey, I'm covered till I'm 65 type of policy, then maybe it's uh, you know AFLAC type policies that are more shorter term or cash in your pocket coverage if you break a leg, uh, things like that. So, so definitely look at disability insurance as more important than life insurance because you've got to be able to keep food on the table even if you're if you're injured. We've got about two minutes left. How about key man insurance? Yeah, key man insurance is huge for businesses. So if you have a business where you have one key sales guy, um, you know somebody that handles all of the finances, the CEO. Um, the founder of the company, something that where if that person goes away, there's a significant drop in revenue or value of the company. You need to cover that person. You have to cover that person. You have to be aware of that. Um, when companies are, are younger and they still need the coverage, then term insurance usually makes sense. But if it's going to be a company that's going to be around a long time, then they have to sometimes go to more of a permanent policy. And that's something that businesses should review, and it should be part of the sell agreement between owners. That's more buy-sell insurance. Um, so every good, every good business agreement, every good partnership has an exit strategy. So that could also be disability key man insurance as well. Um, and by I mean exit strategy, it's either you get in a fight. Here's what happens if you need to split up. If somebody's disabled, somebody gets divorced, somebody ha- is dies. Here's what happens. And a lot of times you need insurance to fund that so that the company can continue to operate on the same cash flow. Got about 30 seconds quickly. Umbrella insurance cheapest form of coverage before you worry about LLCs and all that other stuff. Uh, 350 bucks for a million dollars of coverage. So two times your net worth, maybe minus some retirement account values is what the formula is to, to get umbrella coverage. Call your property casualty insurance agent today and get that coverage. It's cheap. Thanks very much. It's CFP Chad Burton. If you have questions, he can be found at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. 23 stocks in the S&P 500 have just hit record highs. It has not been a broad rally this year. Energy shares are tanking, dragging the S&P 500 lower amid crude oil tumble under 40. 
And again, it's not just crude oil. It's basically many, many world commodities tanking, showing you there's not a lot of demand. Cured Green Mountain is being bought by JB Holdings in a $13.9 billion deal. Supreme Court did something interesting today. They let state area assault weapon ban. Um, I, I'm not going to talk gun control, because I'll, I'll say something and I'll piss someone else off, and I'd rather talk Prop 13 and tell you how it's ruining California, uh, because I don't mind pissing people off on that one. But it's it's not a surprise to to see Smith and Wesson up 95 percent this year. Oil prices slumping again below $39 a barrel. That's a big story. GoPro stock tumbles again to a new low. Um, Volkswagen is, you know, trying to improve their image as best they can at this point in time, and they're just seeing sales just get crushed on them. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I suppose good news. How can you not say this is good news? Jimmy Carter says the scan shows he's got no cancer. Um, and that's, you know... It's one of those things that you have to bring out there and, and talk about. He was president in the late 70s, right? So he's been out of a job for 35 years. He's 91 years old. You, you may be one day, just like Jimmy Carter, where you work till you're age 60, and then you live till you're 91, 92, or more. Um, and it's expensive to live for a long time as healthcare costs continue to ramp up. But it's also, it's draining of your savings. So when you're not working and you're spending, how long will your bank accounts last right now? If you go look, if you freeze and don't work another day, how long will you be able to live? Um, and that's an important one because Social Security is not going to be as much as you think it is, and it'll probably be even less over time. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk tumors. I know you're saying that's fun and sexy. Share's not always fun and sexy. We can talk GoPro. That's kind of fun and sexy. $17 a share, down from upper 90s. Uh, they make a camera. Love the camera, but in the end, they make a camera. And people have, there's a commodity t- towards that, because there's another company that you know makes a camera. Apple. Um Hillary Clinton's offering a new exit tax on U.S. foreign company mergers. Uh, this is her proposal. If you make me president, this is what you can expect. Uh, the new tax would be part of a broader effort to target what experts say is roughly $2 trillion in profits U.S. companies are holding abroad to reduce their taxes. It seems like we should be more inclusive than aggressive. Uh, getting companies to pay their taxes in the United States should be a positive thing. But if you leave, we're going to tax you. Um, How about if you stay, we're going to love you. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more.
You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I hope you truly, sincerely believe that my goal is to get you to retirement, to get you to stop fighting about money, to get you on the same page about money. There's some things that I just, I'll never know, and I'll never understand. And, you know, for me, I can give you a big round number and say 10 to 20 times your income is what you need before you retire. And sadly, I see people just go, oh, oh well, I'm going to retire anyway. No. That's not an option. You have to have 10 to 20 times your income before you, you call it quits. Uh, but my knees are hurting. My back is all bad. You still have to find a way to keep the money coming in, in my opinion. Social Security is going to count for about 20% or less of your income needs. So where does the other 80% come from? And the answer is you. And you need to take this commentary seriously. Because... I'm not going to be doing this forever. Uh, I know that and you know that. One of the areas that I try to do is I try to turn anything, anything into an investment story. Uh, just to show you again the silliness of it and how easy it is to get into it. Jimmy Carter saying he's cancer-free at 91 years old. He hasn't been in the presidency in 36 years. So let's say he retired 36 years ago. Same thing with Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan had... What I refer to as a kid is old-timers disease, because I couldn't say Alzheimer's. And his last 10 years of health were very expensive and not pretty. Uh, you do not want to be in a situation where you can't get out of a bed. So the best thing you could do is, if you don't have a lot of money in retirement, is stay healthy. Um, if you're not going to save a lot for retirement, clean your teeth three times a day. Floss twice a day. Those are expensive things that hit you hard in retirement. An uncle of mine was talking to me recently, and uh, I've known him for, you know, so many years. And he, he looked shocked when he told me, he's like, do you know, like, getting your tooth, an implant costs $6,000? I'm like, yes, I talk about it all the time on radio. Uh, they put a titanium rod in your jaw. But they have to extract what's left of that tooth in there in the first place. And then they put a titanium rod in there. And they put, like, cadaver bone or something like that. So the jaw kind of heals back up. And then they put a permanent solution in there. 6000 bucks. Insurance ain't going to cover it because that's cosmetic. So I could talk about teeth. But I could also talk about guns. Uh, whether you think about Charleston and the church murders in South Carolina, Colorado Springs, Colorado, um, you could go to Newton in the elementary school, which to this day still bothers me. Um, I get, I don't get, but it doesn't bother me as much to see adults murdered as it does children. I don't get it. Uh, whether it be Virginia Tech and college students or Fort Hood, there's an option that you can make money off this. Um, there's a gunmaker called Smith & Wesson. Anytime there's a tragedy and you've got a Democratic president, we got to do gun control. we got to do gun control. And then the, the, the debates start happening almost that second. California has got awesome gun control. And yet that didn't prevent a tragedy from unfolding last week. 
Um, and again, I'm not going to get into this on the political side, but I'm going to tell you on a factual side, Smith & Wesson compound annual growth rate since 2005 has been about 12%. That includes handguns, long guns, shotguns, rifles. The business is about a $4 billion business. Smith & Wesson is pretty dominant at what they do. The number of guns in possession in the United States has essentially doubled since 1980 to 350 million. What's interesting is the number of households that own a gun has fallen from 47% down to 31%, which tells you it's about people having two and three guns, not about more people having guns. It's a stockpiling that's going on. And I can, I can analyze data like this. I, I can help you process it, and I can show it to you. The demand's not coming from hunters. Don't ever let anyone throw that debate on you. In the last 31 years, since hunting peaked in 1982, the number of hunting licenses has declined 13% to 14.6 million. So, again, what it's telling you is people want to own two or more guns. So, it's not the right to bear arms that seems to be marking the dramatic increase in gun ownership. It's right to bear multiple guns. So you would think that a Democrat would be great for the gun industry. It's not. Typically, the best time to buy guns is right before a Democrat gets elected. So right before Obama got elected in his last term, 2012, he made part of his platform, I'm going to be the president that gets gun reform put in. I'm going to be that guy. And that scared the pants off. You know, like a Smith and Wesson, and that got the NRA going. Good luck with that. And we're going to run ads saying, you know, it's not guns that kill people; people that kill people. So anytime you hear the rhetoric like that, it typically causes the stock to tank and then go right back up, because people rush to get their guns before that president gets elected in. So, I know you're saying, is that what a crazy bit of analysis we could do in society? And it's it's shocking. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Markets are all in the red today. Um, energy plunges again as oil goes well below 40 to 38. 10-year Treasury sits at 2.2%. Fed's going to raise interest rates expected on the 15th and 16th. How will the markets handle it? Those days are getting pretty darn close. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, Google. No, no Google. (laughs) I'm Rob Black. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.